Hey there, I'm Kevin Daisy. And I'm Eric Olson. You're listening to the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. All right, we are live. So everyone tuning in, we are live today on a couple extra platforms, actually. We're on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. So wherever you're joining us from, please ask questions. We will get to those as soon as we can. But welcome to another live recording of the Managing Partners podcast. Uh, My name is Kevin Daisy. I'll be your host. I'm also the founder of Array Digital. We are a digital marketing company that works with law firms to help build their case pipeline. Today, I'm joined with a special guest out of Seattle, Washington. Sharon, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you. Yeah, so I always like to just jump right in, and uh, this is this show is all about you. I want to know what you've been up to, and uh, really get your story, your journey to you know how you got to where you are today. Okay. Well, I was born and raised in Washington State, so I grew up on the east side of the mountains versus the west side of the mountains. So I went to undergrad in Tacoma, graduated with a degree in management and marketing. And I worked in, oddly enough, retail marketing for about seven years um, as a management person. So I would manage a store. I ended up managing eight to 10 stores at a time in Eastern Washington and Oregon. So I got bored with all of that. And my minor was legal studies. So I said, okay, Why not go to law school since I'm bored now? So I went to law school in the state of Washington. It used to be University of Puget Sound, which has now been bought out by Seattle University School of Law. So I have two degrees from the same school, same thing. And then I started working, and I just kind of fell into the world of family law when I started working, getting out of law school. And I did a lot of other different dabbles and other types of law as I was just getting out there and working. But family law was kind of interesting because it's so um, dynamic and that it's always changing. The stories are never the same. The things that you learn are can be very interesting and, and very sad, but it's not dull. I'm not bored. <laughs> so, so I worked at a variety of different law firms, primarily in um, family law. And then I ended up here several years ago and became a partner, and now I'm the managing partner. Excellent. So, yeah, interesting background. You're bored. Um, <laughs> I've been bored, but I didn't go to law school after that. But uh, <laughs> so, uh, but it's interesting, um, you know, where where people end up and kind of how they they take a turn, and 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 that's their, you know that's life. So, give us a little bit more information. I guess um, the name of your firm and focus on family law, correct? Yeah. So, integrative family law. And our focus is family law. We have 10 attorneys right now. We like to always do everything we can to try to settle a case, work through mediation, work through the collaborative law process, which is a formal law process, and um, cooperative, which is not, if we can. So if anybody who's ever been involved in a divorce or had a family member involved in a divorce or a child custody matter, it's one of the most nerve-wracking times of their life. You know, your entire life is turned upside down. You have a lot of fear. 
a lot of unknowns. And so we want to help guide people through that process with the least amount of stress possible, but it's not a, not a fun or easy process for most people. And sometimes you have to go to court because there's no other alternative. So we do that too. Good. Yeah. It's good to hear, um, you know, trying to settle things cordial as possible, you know, but if you have to have to take it the next step, you, you can do that. So, um, what, is, what would you say with your firm is, uh, I know family law divorce, uh, is a big piece of what is, uh, I guess, is that your, your core focus for the most part, any kind of, uh, unique kind of clientele or niche or anything like that? No, not, I don't, not really. We have several attorneys here, including myself who are trained as mediators. So we can mediate for clients that come in and need a mediation. There's a collaborative law process that Washington State has adopted, and we have several attorneys that are trained, including myself, in that, which is another option. But there is no really niche at this point. Okay. That's no, no, totally fine. I, just, I, I like to ask sometimes. Yeah. Uh, uh, I've, I've talked to some, she had a, a really cool uh, divorce uh, managing partner on last, I think it was last week, but uh, they focus on women. And I've, uh, I've had ones that focus on just men as far as who they kind of target and go after. So, but you know, that's just some people have kind of fallen that and they both kind of fell into it. It wasn't like they, they said, aha, let me go do this. So it just be kind of came their, their niche over time. But so give us a little bit of background on how, you know, how you're obtaining clients and maybe some of the things that you've done marketing wise, uh, you know, obviously referrals, word of mouth, doing good work. I, I'm sure there's all good things that you guys practice, but also is there any other marketing things that you've done that have worked well for you to get clients in the door? Yeah. Well, um, when I've tried to track some of where we get our clients from and overwhelmingly our clients are from word of mouth whether it's word of mouth of other attorneys in the local area, our current clients or prior clients or other professionals in the Seattle area. And that's the primary source of our clientele, which is a really great way to get a client. The best way. <laughs> yeah. We, several of us have written a column on a semi-regular basis for the King County Bar News called Family Law Matters. So getting your, your name out there in writing is another good way to market yourself. We started last year on some digital marketing and are just kind of feeling that out to see how that works. We advertised on public radio for several years to see if that would bring in clients. Doing good work and having a high work ethic brings in the referrals, the personal referrals. So. We are constantly exploring new options with marketing and we're open to those. It's a tough area to, to maneuver because you get bombarded by so much information and so many people who want to fix your website and all of that. So, <laughs> so we're always, we were talking about that on a regular basis, how to better market, where to put our money and all of that. So it's a never ending conversation. No, it's good. No, and it, you know, it really should be, uh, not everything's a fit and everything's going to work. Sometimes it's testing things. And, and trying things out. And I, honestly, you know, I've been in marketing pretty much my whole career and some things work in some areas than others, some practice areas or geographic areas. So it's, it's really just, you know, figuring out what works for you and, you know, through time and testing and, and making sure you can track things, say, okay, we can just continue to put money in this if it's producing. But uh, yeah, it's, and there's always new stuff coming out and new platforms and, you know, and you got to def 
decide if, if it makes sense for you. You know, I doubt you're on TikTok doing videos, but uh, nope. some practice areas I've, have and law firms have done very well at that. So it really kind of depends on what you're trying to accomplish. We had a had a really cool, it was a divorce law firm based out of uh, Colorado. And they have a podcast, kind of like I have a podcast here. And uh, they talked about just divorce po- topics. And I have a podcast and I believe in podcasts and, and we do this quite often. Um, but I didn't, you know, I didn't suspect that maybe uh, a divorce podcast would get them clients. This sounds like great content, um, but they said that they get tons of clients from it. So they have people that tune in and listen, I guess, that are in the local area. And, you know, they'll, they'll reach out eventually to, you know, to, to hire them. So, so there's some interesting things I've seen that uh, different things that people have done that, that work. Uh, putting content out there, articles, writing, SEO, all that's a great way. Um, but you can't be a referral. You just you can never be a referral. So that's excellent. Yeah. Have you done some things, uh, anything you've done, like you said, radio, like how that work out? Was, have you done things like that in the past that you're just like, okay, that didn't work at all? <laughs> and Or maybe you just you didn't feel like you guys could execute it correctly. Is there anything like that you've had in the past? Well, you know, there's always cost-benefit analysis that has to go with marketing. And so the public radio probably maybe broke even, maybe when you're looking at what you're paying versus what you're bringing in client-wise. The prices went up right before the elections because public radio, I guess, was pretty hot. So we just stopped doing it because we didn't want to compete with politics in pricing. Oh, yeah. That's a good yeah. point. Um, TV is the same way. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, podcasts and having videos on our website are something that we've been exploring. But like I said, the information out there is so overwhelming. It's like, where do you even find someone that you can trust? It's hard. Yeah. No, I, I, I hear you for sure. I, yeah, video is great. And, um, you know, video is, if it's used properly, just on your website too, to ex, you know explain different areas of your practice, uh, what it all is, what it means. It helps to educate, but they also kind of get to know you before they call and, and meet you. And I've definitely gotten clients where they've been like, yeah, I see you on LinkedIn all the time, or I watch your videos for like a year. And they're like, I feel like I know you and I've never talked to them before. Um, yes. And they become a client, you know, they reach out and they're, they're kind of already sold. And I had, had no interaction with them other than just kind of putting content out there. So, so it's interesting, you know, what, what, what will come about. So, and I would think, you know, with divorce, I don't really know, but I assume there's, it's not like you wake up in the middle of the night and go, oh, let me, you know, there's probably some time and research and, and thought, hopefully, uh, that goes into it. So if you're there with content or videos, uh, they do some research, you know, it might take a while. I don't know if you've ever asked your clients, like, kind of what the process, if you've got to kind of gauge on that. I'm just interested. But Well, we, we've learned through some of the marketing people that we've spoken with that it's a often a year or longer process for a person to make a decision about whether or not they're going to move forward with a divorce. And so obviously there is a lot of time and effort and thought that goes into that process because it's a big decision, you know, oh, yeah. who are you going to trust with your, your assets and your, your children and your pets? Yep. No, I would assume it takes a long time. I might, uh, if I'll never know, but, um, Good. <laughs> but I knew, I knew too, uh, through, through a lot of our clients and stuff that are, that are in that space. There's also times of year that seem to be more, popular like over the holidays usually it's slower but after the holidays things will pick back up because they don't want to you know people don't want to do something like this through you know when families together or so right. have you seen certain 
like uh, yeah. ups and downs? We've seen like a, a calm, so to speak, around the December period, the holidays in December. And then after the first of the year, it, things can explode. Okay. Summer can be very busy, early part of summer for whatever reason. And then it'll calm down a little bit when kids go back to school. And then, but there's no real certain wave to it. Uh, <laughs> the pandemic, of course, you know, took everything out of whack and created all sorts of other issues for people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely heard a lot of that, too. But yeah, it seems like there's some there's some kind of predict, you know, so, you know, I guess seasonality to it. But I just think because kids are in school, so a parent might parents might wait till kids are out of school or, you know, like I said, holidays, I think seems to be a common one as well. Yeah. But interesting st- stuff there. So I guess really, um, so I, honestly, you said you have 10 attorneys there, correct? Yes, including myself. So for family law, that's that's a pretty good size practice. Well, yes, yes. Yeah. We're not a big, big firm by any means, but very boutique. So yeah, that's also, I mean, congrats on the success. And how long has the firm been around? It was originally founded by the founding partner many years ago, and then it became integrated family law in what, 2012. And okay. that's when the founding partner, Carol, brought in other partners. So and she has exactly. since retired. Oh yeah, so I saw on the the website shows mm-hmm. that she's retired. Um, mm-hmm. So it has her bio and information on there. But that, okay, excellent. Do you know when she started the firm originally? No, I don't remember. Okay, I'm just asking. Yeah, I don't excellent. Remember. But yeah, 2012. So you, the the so actually, I put the link to the website in the comments. You can go if everyone's tuning in. Check out the website. You can learn more about Sharon and her team. Uh, learn more about the services they offer. And so go check that out. I also put that in the comments so you can click on it. So do that. So Sharon, what's, what's the next, you know, two, three, four, five years, obviously COVID still around. Uh, so maybe things won't be, you know, we don't know what will happen, but if that was not around, (laughs) but what's some, what are plans? What have you guys discussed as far as next steps? Is it maybe other attorneys coming on board? Is there any kind of growth plans that you, you have kind of set in place? Yeah, we, we plan to grow and add more attorneys, but we want to do it in a thoughtful manner and not do not overwhelm anyone. You have to have the staff to support any new attorneys, and um, we have excellent staff right now, uh, but we can't get anybody super overworked, so if you're going to hire new attorneys, you need to make sure you're going to have the staff to support it, so it's kind of a, a balancing act. We are planning to stay with like a hybrid workplace, so we have a lot of people who work remote. We have two attorneys that work in different states. So we're allowing a lot of flexibility with our attorneys and the paralegals in regards to, do you come into the office? Are you gonna office share? Do you work remotely? I think think that's gonna be the wave of the future. And if you don't get on that wave, you're gonna be left behind. But right now, everyone's a little bit in a holding pattern, I think. Yeah. Trying to figure out what's gonna happen next with COVID and people don't wanna change, they wanna take risks, so. Yeah, no. Uh, so that, I was going to ask you that too, and we're we're basically hybrid as well. So we have an office, but we've grown and have employees like twenty two or so in you know I think four different states, maybe five different states. So uh, we do have a, an office with some folks that come in, uh, but we have local we have local team members that uh, decide not to come in and maybe just join us for lunch once a week or. You know, we, they'll have an open space to sit if they like, if they come in once or so. Uh, so we're, we're definitely on the hybrid model. Yes. And uh, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't seem to make sense to go 
purchase more or lease more office space at this point going forward. I don't know what it's going to do for commercial real estate, but you know, that's, that's where we're at as well. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, it's interesting. I've, I've heard some firms that are completely virtual hundred percent. Um, and then some that never left the office and they're all in the office. So, you know, so I was like, to kind of figure out what, what people are up to, but to each your own, but I think hybrids are really good. I actually did a poll on LinkedIn. I got a ton of interactive interaction, but hybrid is what majority of people picked. And that was out of like four or five, 6,000 people. I forgot how many people voted, but uh, hybrid was the clear winner. So people like the flexibility, you know, if you have kids, you're home. Mm -hmm. uh, honestly, my, my wife works from home. I work at the office sometimes and then I come home if I need to, but you know, we don't know. My, my daughter got a friend of hers in class got exposed to COVID. So then my daughter had to just immediately come home for two weeks and she was negative and everything was good. Oh, good. But it's immediate two weeks of, you know, and if, if you're in a situation and I would think this would tie into a lot of what you guys do and, and family situations and, but you're now, you know, you have to change your schedule potentially. So and if you can't afford childcare or you have to go to work on site. So it'd be interesting yeah. to see how that all works out. Yeah. And big challenges that, you know, the people got, got dumped on people at the last minute, no, no advance ability to plan. Yeah. So, you know, being a manager, managing partner, being in management overall, being the owner of a company, you're going to have to build flexibility into your mindset in order to move forward and succeed. And that's not really a skill that people automatically have. You have to kind of learn it, deal with it and um, enjoy it. 100%. Great tip for anyone listening right there. If, especially if you're starting your own firm, going out on your own, you know, this is the new world we live in. So being used to having the technology, video calls, uh, dealing with the court systems, team members, employees, being flexible with them and let, you know, allowing them to be able to, you know, do what they need to do to, to have a life. So, so yeah, great tip there. And uh, it seems like you guys are doing the right things to uh, have some flexibility with your firm. So kudos to you on that. Oh, thank you. So yeah, hopefully everything will, you know, start to come back uh, and get better. But we, I, I just think it's an unknown right now, you yes. know, so there's a spike still. I don't know if it's going to go like this or, you know, so we'll just have to wait and see. Hopefully it goes down. Do you have a crystal ball over there? Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, anything else you'd like to share? Um, again, everyone check out her, uh, the website there, her firm. And it seems like they're doing some really amazing things. They're growing and they're embracing change. So uh, please reach out. I'm sure Sharon would love to hear from anyone that has questions or if she can help anybody, you can connect with her off her website or contact email. All that is on her, her bio page. I checked that out. So uh, reach out and ask her questions if you have any. Sure. I'm available. So Sharon, anything else you want to share before we go? No, just thank you so much for your time and reaching out to us. Oh yeah, no, great hearing your story. And, uh, you know, that's what this is all about. It's really just, uh, get those unique stories, how you got where you're at and, uh, what you're doing to succeed. And we just hope that helps someone tuning in. So I'm sure it will. If you want to, everyone tuning in, uh, now live on the podcast, Sharon will have our own feature page on our website soon. This will also be up on the audio version of our podcast. You can find this now on LinkedIn and YouTube, uh, but you can go soon to raylaw.com slash podcast. To see all our episodes, we've ever, let's see, we've had over a hundred managing partners on the podcast about two weeks ago. So we're, we're coming up to probably 120 at this point. So a lot of great content there. We've interviewed a lot of great people just like Sharon. And uh, so go check that out. For me, if you need help growing your law firm through marketing, like Sharon was mentioning, uh, the different types of 
marketing aspects out there, digital testing things, make sure they're going to work. Uh, that's what we do. So if you need that kind of help, please reach out to me or one of my team members. You can go to ArrayLaw.com and uh, we'll be happy to talk to you, uh, whether it's just, you know, free consultation or just if you have some questions. So please reach out. We'll try to help you. So Sharon, if that's it, we'll uh, let you go. And uh, what time is it over there? It's at 9, 9.30 a.m. 9.30. So it's 12.30 here on the East Coast. <laughs> so <laughs> she's got the whole day ahead of her. Yes. So, well, we'll let you go so you can get to that. And you need to stay on with me just a second. Yeah. We'll end the broadcast. Everyone, have a great Friday. Have a good weekend. Be safe. And we will talk to you soon.